Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Electricpreneur Secrets, the electrician's podcast. If you've been living under a rock, if this is your first time here, I've got to let you know that we're on episode 125, where honestly a couple of simple electricians, master electricians with business addictions have been showing up five days a week to help other electricians master their sales, simplify pricing, and deliver premium level service. Joe, I got to ask, how the hell are you, man? Man, you rocked me with a conversation that happened in the VIP earlier. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I've teared up on sessions because of how my lights react with my eyes. But man, you got me good. <laughs> you got me All good right. on that one. So, okay. so I'm in my feels right now. If we're talking personal, then I got to let everyone know my mother-in-law broke me this weekend. Mm -hmm. She broke me. We were in a conversation and it got to this point where she complimented how well I take care of her daughter and our family. And, uh, and then she said, it's enough. You're enough. And then I realized we don't even need to do this anymore. <laughs> we did it. We're there. Realize the vision, which is on purpose today. It is in purpose today with our topic and this law of diminishing returns, what I would consider the real law of diminishing returns. But Joe, there's something I did not tell you about. Kim says, that's a win. I agree, girl. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. There was a second thing that happened this weekend that blew my mind. And you didn't tell me that. All right, I'm I all ears. Tell you. You're going to wait till you spring it on live, right? We brought our friend over to help watch the dog because we've mm -hmm. got we've got a pet bull. I know that's not everyone's favorite breed, but let me be honest with you. Pet um, bulls are sweethearts. She's a sweetheart. She's like world's biggest lap dog next to a Great Dane. She just wants to sleep in the bed and cuddle all the time. Mm -hmm. So her name's Jade, and she's an emotional support dog. She needs emotional support. <laughs> and uh, when we leave, things get a little squirrely, so we like to have someone here. Well, that's someone that she knew. Maybe she didn't enjoy the visit. I'm not sure what happened. But some point during that 24 hours we were gone, Jade came into my office and took a dump on the floor. <laughs> Joe, I live well, in a I 70s house, man. This is carpet in here. It's like red, shag brown, carpet. and orange shag carpet. And now I can smell. It smells like a dog lived here. And I'm just disappointed in that. So... That was my second mind-blowing moment of the weekend. Man. Oh, can I share uh, can I share a little bit about what we were talking about? Yeah, do it. Yeah. So I was gonna say, and I wanna, I think this will speak to everyone else who's been in this kind of situation. When Clay was telling me about like how he's enough and how what's happening is enough, I spoke from a, almost a moment of envy because it was anyone who's lived the way that I've lived or have lived in, in our shoes or have experienced the things that we experience, sometimes it doesn't feel like you're enough, like ever. It really doesn't, no matter how successful you are, no matter how much money you make, no matter what it is, until somehow someone holds the mirror for us. And they say, wow, you're 32 and you own a business and you've done multiple businesses and you've successful family and kids. And like, it really makes it feel good hearing it from someone else sometimes because when you can't see it for yourself, it's hard. So for anyone in that situation, I want to give you the gift that Clay just gave me and that you are enough. Whether you realize it or not, all the struggles and all the suffering doesn't have to end here because you are enough. And thank you, Clay, for starting that. 
Well, I think everyone could appreciate that, Joe. That was a, a really nice thing to say for people. And I would agree that if if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an electricpreneur, if you're on this journey of going on your own, then it's likely that we share some common qualities that a lot of electricpreneurs have. Mm. For instance, a lot of us are neurodivergent, meaning some form of either you're on the spectrum of, of autism or some sort of um, ADHD uh, things are hyperdrive in here, Joe. It never seems to slow down. And it seems the last thing I ever think of is giving myself grace. But I we would say to add to what you said, it's so important to make sure we're not just living for those moments where someone validates us. Because if that doesn't come, then what? That's actually something I had to struggle with. And what I learned in therapy and through my beautiful wife, who is once again, we had in my league, she explained to me that if we don't validate ourselves, we give that power to someone else. And realistically, we got into business to have the power back for ourselves. So even though it may be hard, validating yourself is the best gift you can give because you know it's like a tap. When you need it, you can open it. And when it's closed, you know what? I'm okay. And I'll refill when I need to. When my cup runs low, I'll fill it back up. Totally. Definitely easier said than done too. I get yeah. it guys. I get it. So I'm right there with you. Um, here's the crazy thing. Let's tie this back into this vision, staying the course. And as we said mm -hmm. today, this diminishing law of returns guys, what I can tell you is while still tying back to me and being enough is that I am almost exactly where I plan to be in 2014 even. In fact, we brought on um, a new member of our team today, Raina. We're super mm -hmm. pumped about her and how she's going to help all of our clients and their growth. Um, but in exchanging stories with Raina and sort of what drives us, I recognized this memory I had a while back. And I was standing mm -hmm. on a rooftop in Barcelona when I realized, and at the time, I'm a project electrician, right? Like I'm stuck on a project, mm -hmm. um, subcontracting, like I was making good money, but I was stuck. We had to come home and I sat there looking down at this parade after FC Barcelona, the soccer team won this championship. It was just crazy there, but I'm sitting there looking down going like, how do I stay? How do I stay? I can't stay. I have to go back. All my money is made on my efforts. I am the direct link to our direct um, source of revenue. If you're in business currently and feeling like that, that's something we've got to fix at some point, isn't it? Yeah, big time. So I'm sitting there going, how am I going to create a life where I don't need to be there to make money? That's Passion, the all important best. question, isn't it? Yeah. And what did you say there, Joe? Sorry. You mentioned something that it really inspired me to say, passing the fishing test. I mean, it's literally one of the topics that we talk about through our program where if you were to suddenly say, hey, I want to stay an extra day and watch the parade, could you do so? Not even from a financial situation, but is your organization set up to such an extent that it wouldn't implode upon itself with you not being there? When you can do that, starting to taste the freedom is the most beautiful drink you'll ever have. 100%. So during that journey, I actually had this five-year journal and the question was like, 
what's your dream job? Mm -hmm. Right? Like this, where are you going? And it's one of my favorite questions. Like I love, love, love encouraging you guys to know your vision and where you're going, just like our action items from yesterday. Mm -hmm. Right? And just like Edwin Castro is with us, we're going to tie in his story a bit today and let you guys know what's possible with a little bit of faith and steadfast vision sticking mm -hmm. to it. But to finish this one, this journal asked me, where are you going to be? What do you want to do? What's that dream job? And I had written in it and I even had a time attached, like when I'm 42 years old, then I'm going to have or go to and do an MBA. Then I'm going to become a certified management consultant. I had this all visualized in my head. And then I'm going to get a call from a company in Barcelona, Spain to come and consult for some startup, some crazy thing that they need help with. Like this was all in my head, Joe. That's a beautiful thing. And I can honestly imagine you being so inspired at the end, but please continue. This morning, a massive I would say a massive, but a very healthy a sized electrical outfit reached out to Joe or was in a discussion with Joe from the UK mm -hmm. about ways that maybe there's a relationship here. Am mm -hmm. I wrong in saying that? Yeah. So I was going to say, um, I originally thought he was from the UK and turns out that he was actually from the States. I misread it, but oh. the thing was, but it's okay. I, he actually responded quickly back in the message, but I had honestly thought based on UK that he was from UK, but it was, his name was different than his location. I'll give you a different example. Then mm -hmm. we've been in chats with companies from Philippines, Australia, like five continents. Currently there's electricians mm -hmm. listening to and being supported by everything that we're doing here today. If that's not mm -hmm. close to Spain, it's just because this podcast hasn't been released in Spanish yet. And we're working yeah. on that. Yeah. I mean, we work, we talk to people in Africa on a regular basis who are like, Hey, I have a business. I have this and this. What can I do? I mean, we're once again, all you Australians out there, we want to talk to you. 100%. All these countries out there, we want to work with you. We're trying and to I unite know right electricians there. internationally. That's the goal. There's a reason why we call you all brother. It's because that's how we see you. We're all in the same trade. We're all brothers of copper. You know, we can get through this together and we can rise this tide for all of us. We just all have to be getting, be willing to get our hands in the water and row. Now, here's the even crazier thing, Joe. I am not 42 yet. Mm -hmm. In nine days, actually, hint, hint, I turned 37. Mm -hmm. In some ways, that feels really old. In yeah. others, it feels really young, man. What I can tell you is that people overestimate. This is a quote for the books, guys. You're going to want to listen to this. I'll say it twice if I have to. People overestimate what they can accomplish in a year. And they underestimate what they'll accomplish in three to five, even 10. A decade goes by and you go, holy cow. I'm glad I kept my eyes on the target here. Mm -hmm. Because that's only one of two outcomes. The other one is, holy cow, we're far from where I wanted to be. We're nowhere near it. Everything I wanted is over there on the other side of the fence. How the hell did I get here? That's one of the scariest parts of business, even in life, if nothing else. Because literally, I, I was always taught that life is almost like a fog. And you can only take it one step at a time. 
you can intentionalize the third step, but you can only take one at a time. I could say, I want to go there, but I'm going to be feeling my way until I get there. And only when you're at that third or fourth step, can you look back and you'll see more fog, but at least you'll be like, wow, I'm out of that spot. Here's where I am. And this is the bright future that I can see. 100%. Now tying this in even further, we're not capable of seeing what doors open. Mm -hmm. In 2014 on the rooftop, did I know that I was going to be leading an electrician movement? No. I'm fucking happy we are though. Mm -hmm. Every little choice has led to this point. And even in my journal, when I came back to that years later, realizing, holy cow, I got in the MBA. I'm like five years ahead. Holy cow. I started coaching. I'm like seven years ahead. Holy cow. All these things are coming because even though I wasn't in that same journal every day, even though it wasn't entirely clear, even though there was missteps, I did not lose my way. I'm proud of you for that. Still knew what I wanted. And and you too, man. You're here for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Now let's relate this to electrical for a moment. As we started to talk about the Castro story, and I'm so proud of Edwin that I just want to talk about it some more. Please. I was going to say, Edwin's one of those guys that it's impossible not to love completely. So let's just hear it. Talk about it. Here's the important preface to this story, guys. Anyone can do this. There's exceptional results here for a very good reason, Mm -hmm. but anyone can do this. If one person can do it, you can too. Mm -hmm. If anything, you've seen it been done. So now the framework's laid out for you. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt, but there's one topic that I think is really good to preface this, which is everything is impossible until it's not, right? So when you say everyone can do this, I mean, I'm sure there are some people who are like, well, I can't go from two weeks to having two vans in this time, like Edwin's had amazing growth, but so was the first four minute mile. No one could do it until it was done. And then within the next 10 years, multiple people had broken that record. Mm -hmm. So Edwin's doing something that can be done, but the intention has to be there behind it. 100%. So one of the simplest ways, this came up in a class last week, and I said, hey, when Edwin started, we were a couple months in. And by the way, he's about to celebrate his one-year business anniversary, so just one year. And when he started, I actually found our first message. I think it was from August 22nd, uh, or August 16th, 2022. So literally coming very close to a year here. Mm -hmm. And he said, Clay, this is where I'm at. I'm charging like 150 bucks an hour when I can. Um, I'm adding 20% on that kind of thing to make sure I'm profitable. I'm I'm just kind of, you know, it was sort of this message that just seemed like a lot of electricians just kind of shooting from the hip and not quite confident mm-hmm. in what they're doing yet. Yep. And I can't blame people for that. There's no business training. Your apprenticeship didn't include marketing sales or value articulation training. There's nothing about your offer. No one tells you how to do that. Nope. But so we know how to crimp. do. Well, we usually get jobs from someone we know, start calling around competitors, ghost shopping and trying to figure out well, what are they charging? I'll just charge a little bit less and do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, that offer was the first bit we worked on with Edwin. I mean, naturally, the pricing has got to be right. And I said to Edwin, in this context of what we're talking about today, what do you see for yourself? Where is this thing going? 
And he's always been true to this vision of having a family-focused, home-service, electrical business, really putting families and safety first. Mm -hmm. He knew he wanted a couple guys working for him. I didn't even know how fast he could pull it together. Honestly, it feels like we blinked and woke up one day, and here he is, having dotted all the, T, all the I's and crossed all the T's on that roadmap, that journey to get there, mm-hmm. and literally sent a picture from his photographer just the other day, where instead of that first 30K month, now he's at 30K weeks, two wrapped vans, website, full um, mascot, right? Attracted two employees from that beautiful website, the branding, the vans, got a shop on a location with 40,000 people driving by every day. So that proud of him. Naturally would be dressed up, right? Landscape, mm-hmm. lighting, the whole thing. You want to see a shop glow at night, I'm sure it's going to be the Castro shop. Mm-hmm. All of that is possible in just 11 months. It takes a lot of work. But more importantly, it took faith. It took knowing what I want and sticking to it. It took Edwin knowing what he wanted and sticking to it. Joe, I'm not going to lie. There were times where I was like, did you guys actually just pull the trigger on that? I can't see the accounts. I'm not following the cash flow right now, right? Like it was scary at times for me even. Mm -hmm. But he did it. He had his faith and we had faith in him. 100%. So what do you really do? A little roadmap? Got the pricing right. Had support the whole way. Had faith the whole way. Knowing what he wanted from the beginning, that pricing kept affording the next step for him. It was just a matter of watching the cash climb, continuing to show up, do your best every day, trying to master the sales process to serve every client at the highest level, putting Mm -hmm. families and safety first, and then just, it's one more step. Another thing falls into place. Another piece falls into place, Joe. It's incredible. It truly is. There's no, I don't think, I don't even know if an incredible does it justice, but truly another word doesn't come to mind. I feel like inspirational is the right thing Mm -hmm. because it's almost like if he can do it, what is available? What's available for others? What potential is out there? I mean, he busted his ass to get it done. Don't get me wrong, Edwin, if you're listening to this, man, like we really respect your grind. But by you leading that front, it opens up doors for people who didn't even know that existed. Now other people can get that same level of service and can follow in your footsteps. You're a leader in your own way. And we're really proud of you for that. Yeah, 100%. I want to make sure we didn't just glaze over one thing there. Edwin's really happy with the employees he's attracted. Mm-hmm. Hasn't really gone through that many to get to them. We've known other contractors in similar areas, like in neighboring areas that have had trouble with hiring. Mm -hmm. When asked what the secret was, a big part of it's the branding, a big part of it's how you show up to the supply house with a smile on your face, a big part of it's the wraps on your van, a big part of it is having a vision, going steadfast towards that vision and allowing that vacuum in your wake. Mm-hmm. I can't stress it enough, Joe. I know. And it actually reminds me of a conversation that you and I had, I think previously at one point, which was if we could point out an SLE member, it wouldn't be, in my opinion, saying, ah, 
this is like a top tier closer. This guy's a shark. He knows what it's like. That's not, it's a benefit, but it's not what we're striving for. When I want to think of someone as an SLE member, I want to know that as they carry themselves, they're doing so with confidence, with charisma, with purpose, and with love in their heart. And they're going to serve at every opportunity to every person that they can to show that this is what premium service looks like. I'm wearing it like a Superman cape. This is what it looks like. And Edwin's that guy. And I'm really, really proud of him. Definitely, man. Definitely. And just the same as we're talking about this law of attraction, it's happened for us too. It's the reason we're here. Mm -hmm. Just a couple of guys following their vision, end up crossing paths, recognizing that integrity and that level of passion an Mm -hmm. anger at a problem and a passion for a solution. I agree. I mean, literally it was one of your posts that brought me in, but we were so, you want to talk about getting angry. I mean, like we were so frustrated. At least I know I was where being 21, 22, 23 years old, trying to figure out running a business. And the only people that are in your corner are HVAC and plumbing coaches. And everyone's saying, yeah, this will work for electric. This will work for electric. And I'm just trying to figure it out. And I wish that we had someone like us that we could have leaned on. So if we can't have what we wanted, we can be what we would have wanted to have. And that's my purpose. And I'm so grateful to serve it. I agree. Definitely. And I want to share something from someone that I did lean on. I know you've leaned on too, Mr. Mm -hmm. Jim Rohn, the late and great, Mm -hmm. right? Like great indeed. And he would talk about this and this idea that, you know what, this stuff's actually easy. Guys, I'm sorry to say, if you're having troubles right now, I apologize, but it's easy. It's easy because you can do it. You want to talk about something that's not easy? Tell me something you can't do. I can't change the weather. That would be pretty freaking hard. If you change the weather, you're going to be the most popular person in the entire world. Get more specific. I can't change always the mood or the mindset of the person who's going to answer the door today. I can't change that energy that the person on the phone calling is going to have today. That's not always in our control. But here's what you can change. You can change the framework that you run by. You can change how often you're looking at the path you're on and seeing that you're heading towards your vision still. You can control that stuff. So it's easy. You just have to work hard at it. That's the big mind breaker because what's easy to do is easy not to do easy not to do. That's the difference. So let's talk about that in the context of this diminishing return. You want to see a diminishing return on your vision? Well, here's how simple it is. If your vision is a home service company like Edwin in the example we made today, then wouldn't taking a commercial project be diminishing that vision? It really would. Because not only would it be not serving your target client, but it actually keeps you from serving your target client. I've had commercial jobs that we've been on that we could not take residential on because we already were bidding for slow season. So yeah, this is a real problem in a real way. Don't take the new construction project. Don't do the commercial job. Don't bid on the industrial plans that were just sent to you. Instead, focus, stick to your offer. You know your target. You know your focus. 
go for it and run that play. Yeah, definitely, man. I want to give guys a framework for this because there's no way in hell anyone's going to accept this if you're in a position of, well, there's nothing. Like we're dried up and I've got an offer here and that's what's going to keep people fed and keep my doors open. Then, hey, take it with a grain of salt. I get it. Let me help you build up this framework for making a decision such as this. Question number one, does this opportunity in front of me support or distract from my vision? It's a good point. Fair enough, right? Yeah. Question number two, if it's distracting from my vision, you know what? Let's back up. If it's a yes and supports my vision, it's a yes and I'm going to take it all day long. At least take a swing at it. Just to be clear, if it's a distraction from my vision, why am I considering it right now? I love hard questions. I know. I have an answer in my mind. Can I take a crack at it? Please, yeah. The reason why we would do things that are not in alignment with where we're trying to go is often because we take the default path when faced with difficult choices. Path of and least resistance, maybe? Indeed. And the thing is, is that your mental conditioning, your spiritual, your emotional conditioning, allows you to be able to take harder choices more easily. But if you don't have any of that training and you're just in a hard spot, yeah, I wouldn't want to spend 10 hours on the computer all day. I'd love to be able to step outside and be like, oh, I'm going to do this because it's a distraction. But I know that if I do this, more people will be served at a higher level because of it. So it's better to stick to what you're trying to do and focus on the why you're trying to do it. Yeah. So that question, bringing this back best I can. Why am I considering this? Joe just gave us a bit of an answer to that. So the next one, if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? Mm. There's only one of you. Clearly, this all, all paths lead through you to get this revenue still, right? If this means, well, if I take this job, I'm going to need more people to do this kind of work. If I take this job, it's going to distract us for three or four weeks when really in a service company, we're just trying to have a two-week schedule anyway. Mm-hmm. If I take this job, that means about 10 less service jobs, which means 10 less potential reviews. It means 10 less demand call lottos. It means 10 less potential referrals. It means 10 less X on my network. That really could be a 10 X effect to take the risk of just one relationship in a project that's always going to come down to change management and be an argument anyway. Mm -hmm. As you can tell, I'm a little bit biased here. Slightly jaded. Slightly. Ever so slightly. slightly, ever so slightly. And because that's the dog's name that shot on my floor earlier. So <laughs> jaded is <laughs> pun intended. By jaded Joe, is definitely the point right on word the board. Word. Next question. Okay. If I'm saying yes to this, what am I saying no to? But now do I really need to say yes to this? Even though it's going to have that kind of impact and distraction from our vision. Now let's talk about a framework for that. Have I exhausted all activities that would cause more work to land on our schedule? Vision work. Have I truly exhausted? If you want some ideas of exhausting activities on this, go back to, I think, episodes 92 to 96. We talk about uh, maintaining a healthy schedule and keeping it at two weeks. 
As Joe said earlier, you might be uncomfortable with those activities, so you're really going to have to check yourself here. Have you physically had all the conversations you can have to fill that schedule? Because I promise you what fills schedules is conversations. If you're truly a premium service provider, if you're truly like Edwin, family-oriented service provider, committed to family and home safety, then what are the chances And you talk to people and get to see their homes? You're not going to find something to help them with. Go ahead, Joe. There's a, a quote that comes to mind that I really think is on point with this. It's actually from a movie called Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Mm. And the concept is relationships are better than leads. And what that means is that you could knock on doors and just come up with leads. But when was the last time you fostered the relationship with your client? When was the last time you called them to check in and make sure they love everything you're doing? When was the last time you called to check in just to see how they are? Hey, I just wanted to check in. You know, your local electrician wanted to provide for you. So instead of chasing the leads, why are you not fostering your relationships? Which then will, as a result, lead to leads. Definitely. To finish up this framework, so if I need this, why is that? Have I exhausted all those activities? Does that mean we're down to the last straw and this is what I have and this is what it's going to take? This is the sacrificial lamb. If so, Mm -hmm. I say yes. Do it. By all means, do it. At least now you know exactly why. You know exactly what this is taking taking you from and keeping you from. You know the exact consequences of this decision. But I challenge most of you because I know what this is like. I know we just shoot from the hip. We get a little feeling. We don't even look at the data. That's what we call the law of separation. Look at the numbers and ignore the emotion for a minute. Mm-hmm. With, without applying a basic principle for this, most of us are never going to get there. And Joe, if I jump on a plane here at YVR and go to fly to New York and it's off by even a degree, I'm not getting to JFK, brother. You're not, but I would, just to let you know, wherever you land, I would be there to follow you. <laughs> nice. Nice. So that's sort of this the framework for fitting and that law of diminishing returns. Every time we take something outside of our vision path, we're getting further and further away from it, guys. Mm -hmm. This is easy to do, but you have to work hard at it. Joe, we've gone a bit long here. We got to crank out a couple of action items, although I think this line of questioning was pretty powerful. Yeah, I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to it, um, the first action item is get your jaw off the floor, roll it back up, and open your ears to listen. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? I, I would start this back off with, you know what? Go back to, to uh, yesterday and make sure you know you're clear on that vision. And I'm going to add just a little bit of salt and pepper to it. Mm-hmm. To really give this gravity, you need to add multiple sensories. Some people say a vision board. Some people say, well, affirmations around a vision. I say all of it combined, visualize it, um, hear it, feel it, smell it, taste it. The more sensories that you have involved in this mental movie of where you're headed, the more you focus on that, the more real it becomes in your brain and the more your muscles will follow. Mm -hmm. That's some high in the sky shit. But today, I mean, if you want to be enough, You want your mother-in-law to give compliments like I got on the weekend? You're going to have to do some of this stuff. Joe, what do you think about the all-star? So the all-star action, I feel, would want to push someone to take the action today. 
Because it's one thing to acknowledge that we're trying to get there and say, like, I'm enough and I can do this. And here are the frameworks we can operate off of. But for me, the all-star action is, do I know where my vision is? But one additional step is, do I know why I want that vision? Because I could visualize being in a private jet. And actually, that's not even my that's not even my vision. For me, my vision is I want to be happy with my family and content with everything paid off and knowing that I work because I love what I do and not because we have to. I'm glad you fixed that. I thought you were going profit rocket for a second. No. No, <laughs> that's not your the, vision, right? No. My my thing is I have no issues with them whatsoever. You know, yeah. I, uh, but my thing comes down to I'm a simple man with simple dreams. And I know why I want it because my family deserves it. And that why motivates my what. And that what is going to get me to how. So to sum this up, you know where you're trying to get. But first, before you take that first step, why are you even trying to take that step? What will it do for you when you get there? Because my greatest concern is if you chase visions without knowing where you're trying to go, and not knowing why you're trying to get there, you can get there, but then you'll want more because you'll always be striving and never arriving. Big time. Mic drop moment. Dude, And there's one more little thing. I just got to say it. I have to reiterate this. I throw it out there. This wasn't easy for me, for Joe, for Edwin, for anyone that's on the path realizing everything that they had visualized and everything they want for themselves. It's so hard. But if you'll commit yourself to not cheating on your vision, to being faithful in your vision, then it will be hard. It's not the path of least resistance. It's going to cause you to freaking grind. It's going to cause you to cry. It's going to cause you to yell, maybe break something at some point. That shit happens. This is not easy. You have to work hard at it. That goes against what I said earlier. It's easy, but you have to work hard at it. That's difficult. It is. Mm -hmm. It's not going to just come to you. But I promise you, if you commit yourself to not cheating on your vision, you will work hard at it because that'll be the only way for you. Amen. Joe, what a freaking episode, man. Thank you for joining me on this adventure again. I cannot wait to come back and help electricians once again master their sales, simplify pricing, and deliver premium level service as we do here on Service Loop Electrical's Electricpreneur Secrets, the electrician's podcast, which is five days a week, of course, not just live on Facebook in the Electricpreneur group, not just accessible from our website at serviceloopelectrical.com, and not just available on Spotify, Google's, Apple's, and YouTube's, but also right here live every day, Joe. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Can't wait. See you then.